Down and down again. Oh. I got so high, left my frown in the wind. Oh. Hard, I tried, never try it again. Cause these niggas is lying again. Oh. Oh. I'm a black lion, I roll like a tire. Girl, in my dreams, I don't sleep, I don't oh. find her. Shit. If they sleep and they need a reminder, this is for niggas who think we minor. Niggas. What's up, everybody? And, uh, talking to a. I, I'm very. I have, a, I, have a, I have a cold. Um, it's not. I mean, I was taking the COVID test, it popped negative twice. But, um, probably me coughing a lot this episode. I'm going to try to stay as calm and non-animated as possible. I'm not angry, but try not to get too passionate, I guess. But can't make any promises. Anyways, welcome to the Wednesday show. I'm so chemical. This is your Black Adam review. And, um, let's just get right into it, you know? Like... The movie is what I thought, so it's what I thought would be in the sense of nothing that's going to say it's the greatest thing ever. Now, it's really action heavy. The movie moves fast as shit. I did not see that part coming. That surprised me. Um, I thought we were going to start in Kondok and then move to the modern times, but we actually start in modern times with flashbacks of the past. Which I actually preferred, only because not because I didn't want to see his uh, uh, his origin story, but because we saw it. But not because I want to see it up front. But I felt like, all right, this is not gonna be a three-hour movie. So I just didn't want to spend an hour on that, and then you get less time with Black Adam. But no, you get a lot of time with Black Adam. As a matter of fact, the only time you really don't get with him is towards the final fight scene. Where uh, Dr. Fate has a great monologue uh, before he meets his ultimate demise. But um, we'll get to that in a second. So I thought that worked well. So I did read a few reviews. I started doing that more as I've been doing this show. Because I felt like... I was wondering if the, if was love affair with The Rock was going to change with this. And I definitely feel like people really did not like this movie but so here's why i see it. if you're a dc fan you're not gonna like this movie because if you're looking for a different direction this was not it this was more world building from the dceu now fairness to the rock in the black adam film this has been this has been in production for 15 years the rock has said on numerous occasions in interviews, he talks so much you can't get the motherfucker to stop. <clears throat> Excuse me. But he said on numerous occasions, oh, in order for my vision of Black Adam to work, I need a Snyder Cut. I need a DCEU. He has said that. He's not hitting it. This is not surprising. So I get it if you're looking to move in a different direction. But I don't think Black Adam is a character you're going to choose to start your new direction with. It would be a Batman or a Superman. Um, it's fully connected to everything in the DC. The, the cameos alone. I can't remember her name, but James Gunn's real life uh, fiance slash wife who was in Peacemaker. The blonde, gorgeous. She's She has a cameo in here. She's guarding the super villain base for X-Task Force. Uh, Amanda Waller is in this film. 
Like, but she, I mean, she, <coughs> excuse me, told you guys made me cough, sorry. Um, and that's why I just, I'm actually recording this show first. I said, man, I don't know how I'm going to get through the Monday show. It's going to be a fucking mess. So I'm trying to delay that for another, I to record this on Sunday before the Wednesday, before, before Wednesday. So I'm hoping to, um, like, do this show and then take, like, a five, six, seven hour break and then record a second show. Anyways, um, so the, the cameos alone, world building. You know, and so it's, I, I know the rumors reportedly are, we're going to be going all over the place, people, so just follow me on this journey. The rumors are supposedly the end game is to get a, an apocalypse versus Black Adam and Justice League movie. Um, okay. <laughs> um, but this was just world building for your DCEU. So I get if you were looking for a different direction, you like the Black Adam character. Um, I, I get if you're frustrated. Um, that part I get. Um, the part I don't get is people lambasting the movie, saying choppy editing, they send the dirt. I don't know what any of that means because it was just a fast-paced movie, and it didn't let anything breathe. And I don't think, the, and the point of it was to not let anything breathe. It was to be an origin story mixed in with introducing the JSA, with introducing Black Adam, with introducing the mythos of Kondok, now that you know Kondok exists on the DCEU map, while just destroying a whole bunch of shit, mainly Kondok. Um, I don't get, I don't get that hate. Now, like I said, I thought the movie was what it was going to be. It was very much going to be just there, a movie, right? Now, the world building, I don't know where they go with this. I know I, I know we saw the rumor. I, I don't, obviously, I know how we get to Shazam and Black Adam because you actually have a scene, <coughs> excuse me, in the movie where you see the gods banish Black Adam. So, you essentially are going to have Shazam versus Black Adam because of the gods fight, you know, because the gods are going to say, hey, Billy, you got to take him out. By the way, there's no way this DCEU versions of Shazam and the Marvel family are going to do anything with fucking Black Adam. Black Adam is so OP in this that legitimately, and I will say this in fairness, I don't think Dr. Fate ever was going full on extreme. He was definitely the conscience and the heart of the film. Um, so, I never thought he was going fully hard to hurt Black Adam. He was going to incapacitate. So, in fairness there, like we don't know what that fight would have been if Dr. Fate was going full. Dr. Fate in this, in this movie was going... He was he was at, at his last um, he was on his last rodeo, and he knew it, so he wasn't going hard. If this was a, a, a early in, like early in career, Doctor Fate, that's a different story. So that that and that made sense in the story to me, like that made perfect sense in the story to me. I actually read one review, reviewer said Adam Smasher was the best character. I was like, wow, you. After watching, it, I was like, wow, you really didn't like this movie. Adam Smasher is such a, him and Cyclone are such a small, small, 
small role. I, that's why it has to hurt, you know? That means you really like the film. Um, or some notes down. I think this was Terminator 2 with comic book characters. You see a connection between Black Adam and the kid. And it's obviously, he sees the son in his child. I mean, the son in this kid. And you see the the the, 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 old, the old catchbacks. When the kid's telling him how to talk, he kills something. He says, no, slogan first, then kill. Slogan first, then kill. Like, you see the, the jokey jokes there from, and I think of Terminator 2, and I think about that. The kid was not whiny as, uh, as uh, Connor, though. Um, a lot of action, as I said before. This was non-stop fights, which I think kind of just fit. It had, To me, it fit the story because... It fit the story because he went into the ground in violence. And he came out thinking the same thing. You know, um, so why wouldn't it be a lot of fights? And that makes sense. Um, so I'm just gonna go through just the movie and all together now, right? Because I've always all I've been all, all over the place. And then we'll end this. So essentially, the movie starts um, in conduct, and 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 you're being told a story by a kid who. Uh, the they're, they're they're being enslaved and one kid says we need a hero and he fights and he ends the kid ends up being granted the powers of Shazam Black Adam Teth Adam excuse me and then we find out later on that was his son but his son when he comes back his the way he punished him was to kill his mom and dad his dad being the Rock his mom. And his dad was super tiny. He couldn't. He could barely defend himself. His dad was on his last leg, and he gave his power to his dad. And as soon as he gave his power to his dad, they shot arrows into him, which then made Black Adam go crazy and essentially just destroy the kingdom. And because he did not harness the power as well, the gods realized the mistake they had made, and they even though they didn't give, they didn't give the power to the son, they banished Black Adam. Um, to eternal sleep for 5,000 years, or eternal sleep and ended up being 5,000 years. Well, a woman who's on a, a hunt for this crown, this abat, um, ends up waking up Black Adam right before she's about to get killed. And so then, and by the way, their love interest in the comics, just, <clears throat> just so you guys know. And, and he ends up seeing her and <clears throat> he kills a bunch of mercenaries and, uh, the, the fight scene, the first fight scene alone lasts about, feels like 10 or 15 minutes. It's, it was a pretty long fight scene where he's just killing everything because he's wondering why he was awoken. He does end up getting hit with something called Earmite. I don't remember this being in the, I'm saying that wrong, by the way. I, I, I don't remember this being in the comic books. It felt like kind of like a kryptonite for Black Adam, even though it's never brought up again. Or, never, or no one's ever shot him with it again. It's, um, I, I don't know if that's for a movie later on down the road, but they should, you see, you see, this, you see how they say kind of take him out and how, um, um, they move to the next part of the movie, but it's, it's never mentioned ever. Anyway, so you kind of see Black Adam adjusting and 
under and, and, and looking at what's going on around him and the kid now is like, Hey, you're the you're, you're the champion and 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 Black Adam's like, Well, this is my home. And you see the statue. Now he's the only one at the time that knows the statues of his son. Even though technically his son it's technically a statue of him. Because he killed the guy. But <coughs> excuse me. Um, but he knows who the real hero was. So while all this is going on, Amanda Waller is in contact with Hawkman, who is the leader of the JSA in this, which I don't recall it ever being a thing where Hawkman, Carter Hall, was the leader of the JSA. Um, this is played by Alice Hodges, um, who I thought played the character pretty well. And um, you see the tension between those two immediately. My first thought was, does anybody like this bitch? Like her own daughter ratted her out at the end of Peacemaker. Um, so, essentially, um, she's like, Who, who's on your team to take him out? And so he, that's when you get the, 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 the quick backstory of everyone who's on the team. It's just four members. You have Carter Hall, Dr. Fade, Adam Smasher, but it's Adam Smasher the second. Adam Smasher the first is played by a quick cameo from Henry Winkler, of all people, the Fonz. Um, and then you have Cyclone. And, and, if, and for the record, everyone who's saying how the you know, JSA got backstories, first of all, Hawkman has one of the most complex, convoluted, stupidest backstories in the history of comic books they've redone it a couple of times like most characters so that's normal but his original backstory weird i have no interest to see now on tv dude that's like being on a diet and dreaming of a low-fat twinkie that's not what the diet is about so no we i have no interest in being uh and seeing that on the big screen or on any screen ever so anyways um you kind of see him driving away you know and or flying away, excuse me, as they come together. It's, it's a quick come together scene. This once again, this movie does not let anything breathe at all. Um, to me, Pierce Bronson stole the show. His Doctor Fate was uh, was delightful, was insightful, and was it was needed because he you need to have the heart. And to me, the relationship between the Black Adam and the kid, <coughs> even if you wanted to call that the heart of it. I couldn't call it the heart for me because it was too, it's not cliche. It was just too obvious what they were trying to do with that narrative. But for me, seeing Dr. Fate have this relationship with Carter Hall and seeing that they were obviously close for many, many, many years and seeing how he's definitely the conscience, but also on top of that, he's the guy that could just talk to Black Adam and make him understand, hey, this is why we're doing what we're doing. As opposed to Hawkman, who's super aggressive. Those two almost fought every scene they were in. They definitely argued every scene they were in. And um, and so, you see them then on their way to Condock. And then, and, and here's the thing. Condock, their people made a good point. They've been enslaved for 30 plus years at that point. Or I know it was more. But essentially, they, they were enslaved for a lot longer than all of a sudden, of course... I, I was waiting. Been for like an hour, right? It's like what time is it? Six six thirty in the morning. Been for an hour. 
I put Gotham Knights in last night to download. I said, I'm going to play it, blah, blah, blah. And now I just get ready to play the fucking game. Anyways, they were right. The conduct people didn't trust the JSA because they, where were they at to, 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 to not enslave their Because now it's been taken over by mercenaries. And they're like, where have you guys been? All of a sudden, Black Adam comes start killing people. And then next thing you know, you guys are here to, to lock up our champion. And so, um, that was just one of those things where that made sense. That, that, that's just, you're here now just to lock somebody up. You're not here to, to, to bring peace. Because once they locked Black Adam up, they were never going to conduct. So anyways, moving forward, a bunch of fight scenes. Um, you end up seeing, essentially, the ancestor, the guy who was who betrayed the woman. <coughs> I forgot her name, so excuse me for saying for, I know her real name, but I don't know her, the fake name. I forgot. Anyway, you see his real motivation, which you could tell within the first scene. He was a shady one. And um, now all of a sudden, he has the crown, he has a kid. This is all generic stuff, like st- stuff that I, didn't impress me because you, you saw it coming. Once once you involve a kid and you realize the kid is the son of the of the woman, okay, cool, he's gonna get kidnapped. <laughs> you know, cool, he's gonna be the one to have the first connection with Black Adam. Like those are things that were no very noticeable, but also they just it's cliche. Um, the fight scenes here. Let's talk about the fight scenes. Um, Hawkman got his ass whipped a lot. Um. But I think they kind of, they kind of protected him in a weird way, because him and Doctor Fate have a conversation, and the conversation is ongoing until Doctor Fate's death in the end, where Doctor Fate says, well, "It's a bad plan, better than no plan," and then he says, "Well, maybe we need a third. So they're setting this conversation up for the entire movie, right? And they bring up, I think. At least three times, so so it was definitely all right. This is where it's going. Well, they think they vanquished the bad guy. Well, essentially, JSA comes, they fight, they they get their asses handed to him. Um, they do get the upper hand on Black Adam a couple times because it is four on one. Um, essentially, he ends up beating them down, and then um, they all have a common enemy at some point. They realize that the kid is is wanted and everything like that, and so the tension between Black Adam and, as I said, Hawkman lasts the entire movie. So after a, a huge blow where Black Adam go almost goes crazy because he's he's reliving the moment with his kid because now you realize that the ancestor that it was the ancestor of the person that killed his family, he goes crazy almost kills this other, this new kid. So then that's when Black Adam tells his origin story. You see the the, the 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 flashbacks and how he got his powers and et cetera, et cetera. And then he agrees to say the word Shazam, going, going back to his regular form and being willing to go to prison. And so he does it. Dr. Fate, Carter Hall drops him off. That's when you get the first or the second cameo from Peacemaker or the DCEU. And... Um, After that, that's when you realize that the guy got what he wanted. He didn't need the crown. He just needed to say the words. That's when he can be. That's when he becomes a big bad, Sabat. 
And as this is as JSA, he's like, holy crap, we gotta go back and fight now. Now you just have a scene with the JSA fighting Sabat. And Dr. Fate's getting all these visions. And they're, they're, they're quick, quick, quick visions. So you don't actually know exactly. The one thing that's clear in the, in the visions is that Hawkman is gonna die. And so he ends up telling Carter, hey, needs to be a plan, a third plan. And Carter Hall says, I'm not afraid to die. He says, I know, but call me old fashioned, but I don't want to see my friend die. First of all, you knew he wasn't. After this conversation, you knew Hawkman wasn't dying. I didn't know it was going to be Dr. Fate, though. I didn't know Dr. Fate would be a one off. Didn't I, I'm not going to I'm trying to be too dramatic here. It's not that I didn't see it coming. It was that maybe it was more of a hope. Or maybe I was sniffing the hopium. That man. Because I really did enjoy Pierce Bronson in this role. But I get it. He's like 60 years old already. He's not playing this character for 10 fucking years. Anyways. Um, <coughs> then you have this fight scene. And then right as Carter Hall is like, hey, I'm going to. Essentially, he's going to. Because they weren't going to be spot by themselves. <coughs> Excuse me. Jesus Christ. Um, so Carter Hall is essentially going to his death. Dr. Fate blocks everything and says, Hey, here's the third plan. He says goodbye and he goes to what I thought was it was definitely a a playoff of Thanos and Doctor Strange. But I thought it was beautifully done. I thought just because Doctor Strange, let's just let's, let's get this out of the way. For the record, Doctor Fate came out before Doctor Strange did in the comics. For the record, Dr. Fate is probably the most powerful musician, or excuse me, a sorcerer throughout all of comics. He's definitely more powerful than fucking Dr. Strange. Just because you saw it first in Infinity War, you should not downplay this fight scene. I thought, because there's two different fight scenes. One, Strange is trying to get the glove off Thanos. The, the, and two, Dr. Fate is just distraction. I mean, yeah, it's, it's all this is. He knows he's going to die. It's just a, a beautifully well-constructed distraction scene. So I get you my scene. The million Doctor Strange. It's okay. It's two different fucking characters. And they're doing things for two different reasons. Doctor Fate has accepted his fate. Air quotes. I'm doing air quotes. You can see no air quotes. Pun intended. And I thought it was beautiful. Because then he has the monologue that you have. And I don't know this monologue. I hope somebody puts it on fucking YouTube. I will watch that scene. Uh, it's like a bug. It's, I think it's like a five minute thing. I would watch it where he's like waking Black Adam up because now they've locked him up and he's not in his Shazam form. Excuse me, Black Adam form. And I'm about to cough again. <coughs> and he's like, hey, we need you. Wake up. And um, by the time Sabat breaks all the different Dr. Fate. Um, and remember, here's also where it's different. They know it's used to. The gems to sniff out who the strange was. So Bob had to fight all the Doctor Fates just to get to the last one, and when he did, the barrier was broken. The JSA come in, and by the time they get there, it's too late. Doctor Fate is essentially dead, and then um, he goes to sit on the throne and blows up a bunch of shit, and um, and Black Adam. Now, like, he fights out of the prison. He is, it's underwater. And he ends up getting, you know, uh, trying to swim away. Is it passing out? 
<coughs> and then you see a scene where he re reunites with his family, like in the afterlife. And his son says, your, your time is not yet, father. And that's when... <coughs> fuck. And that's when he says the word Shazam again. And he becomes Black Adam. He flies to Kondok. And that's when the second part of this uh, boss fight begins. And you just when you think you lost Hawk, I mean, Dr. Fate, and you, you think you lose, you lose Hawkman. Because you see the scene where he's dying, where he gets stabbed with his own uh, weapon. I forgot the name of it. And it's like, holy shit, they killed off two characters. I was like, wow, this is pretty fucking ballsy, right? Like, you've already killed off Dr. Fate, right? But it's like, now you're killing off Carter Hallman. I was like, wow, like, okay. And, I, and actually, I said, but orange juice there. Actually, I was like, that made me say, <clears throat> holy shit, like, that, I, I, I legitimately said in my head, this just took some balls to make this movie. But then you see Carter Hall has the Dr. Fate mask and he had made a bunch of clones of himself. Um, and that's when Black Adam comes and he looks at Carter Hall and the whole movie is about these these two are at odds because <clears throat> um, Black Adam kills and he, he says heroes don't kill. And Black Adam says, well, I do. And he looks at Carter Hall and says, you know what I got to do. And Carter Hall says you gonna kick his ass. So then fighting that fight is similar to the uh Superman fight in Man of Steel where it's all over the place, it's flying, it's boom boom. Finally, Carter Hall and all of his like clones come together and they're holding him down. Black Adam has the horns trying to tear Sabat apart. And Carter Hall says, Don't lose control, you can control it. Like he's and so he ends up Black Adam picks him up and ends up, ends up only focusing his rage and power on him, killing him. And uh, by the way, in this version of Shazam, or excuse me, Black Adam, um, now he has the cape. This throughout the last part of the movie, and um, the, 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 we we still get left with tension between the two. You know, because he's like, hey, you know. If he's the hero you guys want, we'll see. We'll see. And um, I, I, the, the, the stuff they did that they teamed up with, I thought was pretty cool. When you finally saw the JSA and Black Adam on the same page, the team worked out well, you know. Once again, to me, the heart had to be Dr. Fate because Black Adam, oh, Carter Hall walks up to Black Adam and says, I can't believe I'm glad to see your ass. He says, I wouldn't be here without him. And he nods to the the helmet. Nabu. And and uh, he says, same for both of us. And he picks up, Carter Hall picks up the, the helmet and says, uh, goodbye, my friend. If the helmet fades away. Um, and then that's essentially that's the end of the movie where he, well, he sits on the throne. He, just, he does the iconic sit he does the fucking sit. The iconic sit of Black Adam. It, dude, it's all over everything, especially now. Black Adam is sitting on a chair and he's like laid back. He looks so badass and menacing, though. So menacing. And he did it and he got into Joan. And then he said, they asked him how the throne fell. He said, wrong. He destroys the throne. And I, I took that as being symbolic of him destroying the throne. 
that because that was the pass guard. So that essentially ends the movie. We get, we didn't get the post credit scene, which you motherfuckers leaked, which is you guys are pieces of shit. Um, <clears throat> but you guys didn't leak the whole thing. So essentially, Black Adam, it's, it's nighttime in Conduct, <clears throat> and but uh, a little spaceship flies down in front of him, and Amanda Waller says, "Well, Black Adam, you don't understand my prison, but now Conduct is your prison. You take one foot off, I will <clears throat> kill you." <clears throat> and Black Adam says the line. There's no one on this planet that can take me out. And she said, well, we'll see what they said. We'll bring them. They destroy the little spaceship or whatever. And then uh, all of a sudden, uh, in, the, in the destruction of that, something flies down. You see it fly down. And then, it's, and then uh, Henry Cavell's voice says, um, it's been a long time since the world's been scared like this, referencing to himself. And then he says, um, then he walks into the light, uh, it's dark, and you see it's Henry Cavill and Black Adam facing off. I wouldn't be surprised if these scenes were shot at different times, but, um, it, Henry Cavill, Superman comes into the light and says, Black Adam, we we should talk. And Black Adam smirks, and that's the scene. So the first time we've ever seen Black Adam and Superman on the screen together, um, I look here. It's an action movie. It's Terminator 2 with action with comic book figures. It's fast paced. It's what I thought it was going to be. Is it a game changer for the DCEU? Hmm. That's the real question. I'm going to say yes because this means no. A lot of things. One, Walter Hamada is now officially the former president of DC or WB. <coughs> which means we're getting Ray Fisher back as Cyborg, which means we're at a lot of things. I think it's a game changer in the sense of... <clears throat> it's a game changer in the sense of... How do I put this? it's a game changer in the sense that maybe this would lead to an actual story coming out of it because you're someone who's passionate about this and you added a new world and it might mean less pressure because on new directors because this is just world building off something that started in 2013 is it a game changer in the movies industry? No, it's just a it's a comic book movie. <laughs> it's just another comic book movie. But <clears throat> you do have <coughs> a new character with <coughs> oh, shit. I gotta end this like the next five minutes. Give me one second. Excuse me. I need some oranges. It's a game changer, and it's not game. It's, it's not game changer because. I mean, excuse me, it's a game changer, and it's also in the sense that you have a new character with layers to him and a place he is going to protect. How you get him out of that, we'll see. Um, and Rock clearly has a lot of power. A lot. He's the one that brought Henry Cavell back. They're managed by the same person, his ex-wife. He's the one that want. He's the one that blocked 
a Black Adam appearance many, many years ago. <clears throat> Black Adam was going to be in the first Shazam. <clears throat> and he blocked it. So that's that way he can have his own movie. We've already talked about that. But as far as movies go, it's not a game changer that way. But it's a game changer in the fact that you now have this anti-hero who, ki- who kills. It's a bunch of nobodies. Well, he killed the bad guy. But... It's going, it's going to be dissension. Let's just say that. Anyways, people, I got to get out of here. I got to still protect my voice for the Monday show. Hopefully, it was one that comes out. <clears throat> but that's my thoughts on Black Adam. If I need to give more thoughts, I'll give them a couple weeks. Uh, when, I'm, when I don't have a cold. When I don't, <clears throat> I don't have a cough. But anyways, uh, we've gone about 30 minutes, so it's all good. Anyways, about to cough again. <coughs> Let me get out of here. This is Little Kimiko. Y'all have a great week. Uh, I'm pretty sure by the time you guys hear this, I'll be feeling better. But uh, as of right now, I have a terrible cough. So I am out. Be safe, guys.